Welcome to the Four Listeners Program. Welcome aboard, everybody. Thanks for checking us out this week. What up, everybody? I'm Spear. On the mics with me this week is my boy, Gandor. What's up, Gandor? Hey, buddy. I got all my uh, eating done before the show started tonight. Good job. Good job. Way to, way to play by the rules. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't chili this time, but it was goldfish and pretzels. Goldfish so. and pretzels. Well, I finished off my, uh, finished off my coffee, so... Oh, you did go for the coffee. Yeah, I finished off my coffee. I'm ready. Uh, I'm all caffeinated and ready to go. Good for you. I'm curious to see what caffeine will do to you. Uh, it's not gonna make it's not gonna make matters much better. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, well, it's not no, like we can get any worse. Yeah, no, exactly. Uh, no Z-Man tonight. Uh, Z-Man is MIA. Think he forgot? I'm I'm hoping that he's not banging whores or something somewhere. <laughs> you know, getting himself in trouble. You know, I hope he's laid off the crack pipe finally. You know. Oh. Huh, that'd probably be good for him. It's been a struggle, you know? It really has. Uh, this week, something must be done about bad movie logic. I, you know, it's it never seems it never ceases to amaze me how many times you can watch a movie and then something happens and you and like it just totally takes you out of the movie. You're like, "What? No. Come on. That doesn't work. That doesn't happen in real life." You know? I know exactly what you mean. I mean, it's one thing when you're watching like a, like a fantasy type of movie, when you're watching like the, like a Hobbit type of movie or what have you, you know. But the thing that got me started on this, look, I love the Indiana Jones movies. I love them. I loved Raiders. I loved Temple of Doom. I loved Last Crusade. There were parts of uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull that I liked. Parts, but the one part in particular, Indiana Jones is in a. A, a test zone for a nuclear bomb. Did you see this movie? Yeah, unfortunately. He's in, a, he's in a test zone for a nuclear bomb. He hears the alarm start to go off. He runs into... It's a mock town he's in. He runs into a mock town, runs into a mock home, and there's a refrigerator. And he, he, he gets into the refrigerator, and you see a little thing that says, you know, lined with lead for freshness or some shite. <laughs> The bomb goes off, huge mushroom cloud, right, huge, and all of a sudden, out of the mushroom cloud, you see this this refrigerator come flying out, it tumbles for a good 150, 200 feet, and then the door just pops open and out schlumps Indiana Jones, totally unharmed, not a scratch on him, gets up, dusts himself off, and that's the end of it. The next scene, the next scene, you see him being scrubbed by uh, a bunch of people and like getting like a radiation bath, right? So that the radiation from the explosion doesn't harm him. <laughs> wow! What the fuck is that about? Who th- who thinks that up? There are so many things wrong with this scene, right? Yeah. But I mean, if you try, if if all you're doing by showing us that little thing that says lead line for whatever is, oh well, because the refrigerator is lined with lead, that's how he survived the nuclear bomb. Right, because radiation was the the most pressing concern about being in that blast. Right. It wasn't the 200 foot tumble that he took when it landed. It wasn't actually being in a nuclear blast. Yeah. It was. Everything was okay because he was saved by the lead lining of the refrigerator. Right. You know what? <laughs> I would I would like to put somebody in a fridge like that and just push them down the stairs. Right. And see how they feel afterwards. I, I wouldn't even want to push them down a flight of stairs. I would just want to tip the fridge over. Yeah, that would work. Let's, <laughs> That's it. Yeah, we go out. Who was it? Spielberg that did that? Or Spielberg, yeah. Or is his name yeah. just attached to it just because? It was Spielberg. 
how do they not have a PhD in physics there? You know, we're, we're, they're going over the script and like, okay, how's he get out of the bomb? Well, he gets in this lead lined fridge that gets shot however many miles or thousands of feet in the air and then tumbles another couple hundred feet and then he gets out and he's fine. Right. Who, who does that sound plausible to? But, so, I mean, it, the question the question I wonder whether or not anybody asks is whether or not a viewer is going to be able to spe- suspend disbelief enough. There has to be a level of credulity that you have to, you know, assume. I, yeah, I mean, I know you're right, but it's just... Like, you look at any of the other Indiana Jones... Th- okay, so there's maybe one or two things. You know, faces melting... Right, Raiders. Raiders. You know, the heart uh, still beating. The heart outside of the guy's chest. Still beating. Temple of Doom. Yeah, you chalk that up to the supernatural, right? And that's about it. I don't think uh, Last Crusade had anything that I, I mean, aside from that machinery and the invisible bridge, but yeah. I suspended my disbelief for that, right? Because it's fiction, right? I mean, there's a yeah. certain amount of suspension of disbelief that you have to assume when you're watching a movie. It's entertainment, well, right? I'm so, not... so there's that, and then... Even the the disbelief that you do suspend, it's plausible in a sense, right? Yeah, it's 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 within like a a fictional movie universe, if you will. Right. So it's okay, an invisible bridge. Well, maybe if it's just really clear crystal and it's kind of dark down there, so you can't exactly see. You know what I mean? All right. So so figure figure whether or not this is plausible. As long as we're on the 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 Last Crusade. He gets over. He gets. He gets past the invisible bridge. Right, leap of faith. Right, I'll go there. Right, goes into the uh, the little the little uh, grotto there where they had the the Holy Grail. That knight, who was a knight of the Crusades, right, yep. spoke perfect English, <laughs> not Latin. Perfect fucking English, huh? What? Okay, again, yeah. I, like, I'm 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 picking that shit out of pepper here, but like, I mean, this is this is the kind of stuff that drives me crazy. Like there was there was the one, there was one scene in the Dark Knight that I actually liked because Batman's holding a guy off of a uh, over a over a fire escape, and he's like, "If you drop me from here, I won't die." He goes, "I'm counting on it." And he drops him. And I guess it was what thirty, you know, twenty thirty feet. Drops him, and the guy at least breaks his ankle. Oh, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> The guy at least breaks his ankle and gets the wind knocked out of him. Thank God, right? Yeah. But it's like it's ridiculous. Like you see yeah. this in the movies all the time. It's like people will drop from a from fifty feet and then get into like a tuck and roll. Yeah, they'll hit and they'll fall and then they'll grab themselves or save themselves from falling even further by one hand. Right. It's like okay, if you fell that far, you would have collapsed lungs. You probably gotten a concussion and the last thing that i think you're going to be able to do is use superhuman grip strength in your fingers to hold yourself onto the side of a truck or a bus or right a building well how about how about in uh in batman begins christian bale is sliding down a rock face right a, an icy rock face with liam neeson sliding down right next to him liam neeson is like six four he's like 200 250 pounds something like that right he comes sliding down. Christian Bale grabs his hand and then digs his digs his armored armored sleeve thing into the ice. So now he stops. Liam Neeson goes off the cliff and he grabs and he holds on to Liam Neeson. Yeah. As Liam Neeson nope. goes falling into the cavern <laughs> below. 
No fucking way. His yep. arm would have been ripped right out of its socket. Either that or the grip would have broken. Right. Forget about forget about the grip thing. He, he would have lost his whole goddamn arm. What no, I, yeah, I, I agree. I'm just saying there's, there's so many cha- links in that chain that would have just, all of them would have just broken, right? Right. Just ripped, ripped sinew, ripped muscle, just gone. I, yeah, I just, I, I don't understand. Like, who's stupid enough to, to believe that? Like, I would much rather, so I know this is one of your favorite movies, right? Um, they Live. They Live, right. I'm here to that kick ass fight and chew bubblegum. That fight scene, that's what I can get behind, and I think that's why people remember it, right? Because there's, I don't, at least I don't think there was any of this bullshit, like, you punch and you, the guy dodges your punch and then he, he cracks your elbow, you know? You know that move? Yeah, yeah. Or the side of your knee, and the dude still fights on. It's like, no, if, if your elbow got cracked like that, your arm would be useless. Right. If your knee got cracked like that, your leg would be useless, and you would not walk. And I don't think it... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. It was like wrestling fighting where it's like, okay, that would hurt and you'd probably not feel pleasant at all and bruises and maybe breaks, but you could still at least function, you know, compared to the other crap where it's like, okay, elbow's broken, knees knees bo- broken, you're shot in the arm and the chest and you're still fighting. Right. So, yeah, no. I don't care how much adrenaline <laughs> you have, man. Yeah, you you get shot in the arm. You're not gonna be able to use your arm. <laughs> you get shot in the head. You get shot in the chest. You're probably gonna fall the fuck down. You yeah, know? you got a bullet wound in your side, and somebody punches it. You're passing out. Yeah, I mean, you gotta have some crazy rage and some crazy adrenaline to like yeah, withstand it's that. Like you know? PCP, and that would be it. But no, right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. No, everything's fine. No, nothing. It's the fighting doesn't work like that. Yeah, ridiculous. We're goddamn ridiculous. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I, but I, I don't want to come off as like whining with this. Like, I love movies. I mean, that's why I can talk about this. I love fucking movies, and I have no problems suspending disbelief enough to enjoy a movie. But there are times where the the action and and what's going on is so completely ridiculous that the suspension of disbelief is just not possible. Yeah, it's, it's ruined. Right, and you're just like it's this like, is. It's like the stupid. lights come on when you're making out with a girl you found at the bar. Right, you're like, holy shit, what is going on? <laughs> get me out of here! <laughs> I can't get rid of this chick. It's like it's like being caught in a bear trap. Which <laughs> <laughs> might actually be more pleasant. Yeah, I, I I try not to do this, you know. But what I what I find myself doing this the most with is movies that I know really well now. Like I watched Die Hard. I yeah. loved I love Die Hard. Yeah, who doesn't? Right, but there's a there's a there's a part in Die Hard where he takes a block of C4, and he just shoves some detonators into it. Just shoves some stuff okay. in there. No electrical, no plunger, right? Just puts it on an office chair, wraps an electrical cord of a monitor around the office chair, and just chucks it down an elevator shaft. And then there's a huge explosion. But how did that work? All right. You got me. I mean, how, how did the detonators trigger this? Like, what triggered the detonator in the seat? Like, how did that work? <laughs> how did it work? Yeah. You know? But it's like, you know, but it's it's diehard, right? So that's awesome. Things go boom, you know? Yeah. Things like that bother. And then little plot holes and stuff piss me off, too. I, I mean, I understand why they do it, but it's just so stupid. It's like when uh, the mostly bad guy decides to let somebody live for no reason at all. Right, pretty much like every I, James Bond movie, you know? Yeah, 
So you would think, like, especially, you know, I don't know if it was the first one, but uh, Goldfinger, right? Right. <clears throat> Where Bond, you, he's surely going to die. And his, you know, this enemy arc, Goldfinger, he's like, got this elaborate thing set up to kill him. Why wouldn't he stay and enjoy it? You're you right. <laughs> why what? wouldn't a bad guy, all this bad <laughs> stuff that he's done, why would he not just take the perverse, sick, disgusting pleasure of doing it himself? Yeah, even, exactly. You know? Yeah, he just walks out. Yeah. He doesn't even get to watch. He doesn't even make sure it happens. It's like, okay, if I was a super evil bad dude like that, I think I would enjoy it. I you think know? I'd pull up a chair, maybe some popcorn, maybe a Diet, maybe a diet Coke. Yeah. Isn't that the, no, Mr. Bond, I expect you to die? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's just so you could walk out and, and, and spat off some really nice line before you walk yeah. out the door. No, Mr. Bond, yeah. I expect you to die. <laughs> and then, boom, or cut you in half with my super awesome laser. Yeah, nope. why, why walk out? Why walk out? Yeah. Sit there and watch. <laughs> you know what? That's why you're dead, Goldfinger. All right. Make all the pithy comments you want while you're watching him get his balls lazed yeah. off, you know? At least torture him or something. Yeah. So here's something else. Did you ever see Speed? Dude, who has not seen Speed? Speed is like Speed is like the the movie for bad movie logic. It's like he's he's in a he's in a bus. And buses aren't exactly the most fleet of vehicles. You know what I mean? Yep. There's a big fifty foot gap in the road up ahead. Yeah. Right? I did this problem in high school physics class. That tells you. Right. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to steal your shit. No, no, no. But, but, but you're right. I mean, this is. These are problems that you solve in high school physics class. No, I'm gonna speed it up. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have one consultant on there. He's like, oh, you know, no. doesn't work like that. No. There is no bus on the planet that can jump a 50 foot gap. It's just yeah. uh, defy defies logic. I, I mean, I could go on about speed at length. You know, no, but it's. I mean, it's, it's, it's. It illustrates a general or broader trend or whatever. That, what does it say that they think we're that stupid? Exactly. Right? What What does it say when when Ed Norton in Fight Club will shoot himself in the face and then still be able to talk to his girlfriend after he does it? <laughs> yeah. Right. Ed Norton at the end. At, at uh, spoiler alert. Right, Ed Norton at the end of Fight Club shoots himself in the face. Right, eats a bullet literally, and then he's like, "Oh no, it's okay, I'm fine. No, no, I'm alright." She's like, "No, you you need to go to the hospital now. It's okay, I'm fine, really I'm fine." <laughs> no, you're yeah. not. You just shot yourself in the motherfucking face. Yep. It just seems like they they go for the flare approach, which is just like somebody thinks it looks good, but it's not the actual way anybody would do anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like when right, with cars, right? Driving a race car, if your tires are squealing and smoke's coming off your wheels and you're sliding around, you're not going fast, right? But somebody thinks, oh, that looks better than just going through a turn very fast. Right. So they go with the stupid slow, and I feel like that's what it, how do we have, how do we have Ed Norton's character uh, fix himself or whatever, you know, for whatever reason he did that, right? It's like, oh, let's, I know, shoot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. Let him let him shoot himself in the face. Yeah. Pick something plausible, you know. Right. As long as we're talking about guns, now you fire guns, right? Shit, yeah. Guns get hot, right? Oh yeah. Have you noticed that somebody will empty a clip and Magazine. then just stuff it back in their pants? 
Yeah. No, that 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 would not be fun. <laughs> or that they have a conversation right after the fact. Right. No, when you shoot a gun without hearing protection, you're going to suffer hearing damage. <laughs> right. It's and like, your ears yeah. are probably going to ring for a good long time. Right. And it's not, huh? What? No. no. The only thing that got close to that was uh, Fugitive. Fugitive, yeah. The hostage scene in the beginning. The yeah, con. Yeah, 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 yeah. In the house where they shoot, yeah. they shoot by his ear and he and loses. he shoots by his right. ear and he was... De- no, his eardrum would be ruptured, you know. He'd probably be permanently deaf if that happened. So that bugs me because, like, I should send you a video of just me shooting my... Like, it doesn't do justice to how loud that thing is. And every time you see it in a movie where it's just like, pop, 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 you know, it's not like that, no. And, like you said, it gets ridiculously hot. Plus, I mean, just like, okay, so maybe you got two magazines, right? Let's say, be generous and just say that's 20 rounds. That's a couple pounds, I think. Three pounds worth of weight right there, and that's just two magazines. So when you talk, you look at the gunfights that they have in movies, it's like, okay, you carried 100 rounds. That's literally 10, 15 pounds. I, right. I don't know what the weight is. I, for me, for me, that kind of defies logic after a while. But mm. it's like if it's a shoot 'em up or whatever else, you just kind of go with it, right? You, yeah. want, you want the good guys to keep having ammo. <laughs> yeah. The, the good guys can't run out of ammo, and, and the good guys always have better aim than the bad guys. Yeah. Where, where's the, the worst example of that? Star Wars. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, that's easy, you know. These blasts are too accurate for Jawas. Right. These, what does he these, say? Right. These blasters are too accurate for uh, for sand people. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Where's the precision? <laughs> what are you talking about, Obi Wan? They couldn't hit the side of a barn door. <laughs> no, I don't think any. Did any any rebel dude get killed by a blaster ever? Yeah, like in the very beginning of Star Wars. Oh, went, on the ship. On the ship. By the way, yeah. getting the hitting the side of a barn door that made no sense whatsoever, right? But at the beginning, at the beginning, at the beginning of Star Wars. The rebels are getting cut down, but the, all you see is laser blasts bouncing all over the place. It's like nobody could hit shit. Yeah. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. When you pump a shotgun, you should see a shell eject. Yep. Right. Yep. Have you noticed that when when people yep. want to be badass with a shotgun, they just go. <laughs> Sometimes they do it three times. <laughs> you know, it's like talk, and he's like no, and they're like. Shell right? goes out. Like talk. No, I really I'm not gonna talk this time. You better do it. Oh shell goes out. Aren't you aren't you wasting rounds at that point? Yes, you are. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it never but happens. You, but you never you never see it you never see a shell come out of the chamber when you do that. I know. <laughs> so the the biggest the biggest misjustice of computers and movies I have ever seen is when Jeff Goldblum could upload <laughs> a virus I know to what you said. an alien you spacecraft yeah. using a Mac laptop in Independence Day. Yep. Do I did the I guess the aliens had the internet. <laughs> the aliens spoke T- TCP/IP. Why couldn't we right. do that? Why can't we communicate with them over TCP/IP? <laughs> what What was the problem? Yeah. yeah. If I mean, if Jeff Goldblum could upload a virus, but. I don't understand. Why couldn't we just get along? We clearly spoke the same kind of technology. They weren't that far advanced from us. I have seen way too many miscarriages of justice with computers and movies, but that one, yeah. Ganthor? I wholeheartedly agree. All it proves to me 
all it proves to me personally is that Steve Jobs was an alien. <laughs> he didn't even work for Apple then. He was. That's why he left Apple. He went to go work for the aliens. So, like, again, with the, the just like how stupid do they think we are? I mean, so you, you go, you look at War of the Worlds, right? You're like, oh man, there's no way humans are ever gonna win. Oh no, they're screwed. Tim Robbins is going crazy. Aliens, right? Right. The common cold or something, right? Right. Yeah. That's at least somewhat plausible. It's like, oh, let's just go down to this foreign planet where we don't know what any of the life forms or microbials are like, and then just, oh, you know, it's like airborne AIDS in your face that kills you worse than Ebola. Right. But here's, but here's the thing. No, we're, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna have this guy write a virus in the F-18 Hornet or whatever. No, he went up in an alien alien spacecraft. Will Smith piloted an alien spacecraft. By the way, neither one of them wearing (laughs) spacesuits. Yeah. So forget about my suspension of disbelief that nobody's wearing space suits. The problem I had was that Will Smith could fly a spacecraft. You know what? The, what's the saddest is if Independence Day was on TV, I'd probably watch it. Yeah, I know, right? You sit and you watch it just so you can get that that speech. Bill Pullman is the president of the United States again. Suspension of dis- suspension of disbelief. Bill Pullman, uh, the president of the United States. The only thing I remember is Welcome to Earth. Right. Okay. And that's what I call a close encounter. Yeah. <laughs> So here's the thing, though, about the War of Worlds thing, right? That was plausible. That you know, right? That's what I mean. Bio- they have... Something biological took down the aliens right. because they there was something. They couldn't have come in... up with something. Right, but that was the thing that everyone went, "Oh man, that was that was stupid. That sucked." What? That's what. That's what got the aliens. Was it Will Smith? It was a. <laughs> it was a common cold. Yeah. No, it wasn't Will Smith with some pithy line punching an alien in the face. It was the common cold that got him. <laughs> So, but but plausible and realistic doesn't work for for most people, which I once guess. again just emphasizes the fact that people are fucking stupid. Yeah, <laughs> we that's are probably what it comes fucking down stupid. To. I mean, bottom line. Yep, you're right. <sighs> well, Man, we would make so much bank being consultants for Hollywood. No shit. It's, uh, it's time for the four listeners house of celebrity consulting. I won't play the jingle for you, buddy. Thank you. Why would you do that? I totally lie, not... You know I don't like that. <laughs> That's why. Up. That's why. Yeah, I know, but still. <laughs> why? Because that's what I got. You give me mom jokes, I have the jingle. That's it. That's what I got. Damn it. See, I want to write like an anti-movie where we take all these these crappy, I don't, cliches or memes or whatever you want to call it and use them to like have terrible things happen, you know, so like the good guy's like, tell me where the hostage is, and the guy's like, no, and you like, and the shell goes out, and it happens like two more times, and then pretty soon, they're all gone, and the bad guy's like, you idiot, now you don't have any more rounds, and he's like, ah, kill you, (laughs) and then, you know, that good guy is dead, and right, you know, bad guy wins. Bad guy you know, wins. You do, like the, oh, I got to get away. I'm going to jump off this building and land on the bus below. And so the good guy's, yeah, and he jumps out and he hits the bus and he's like broken neck. And he's just right. like <laughs> bleeding out, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, I got to I gotta jump this waterfall in my car. And it's like, jump. And then it goes into the water and it just sinks. And you see the guy in there, and he's all drowned and stuff. He's like, oh, I didn't think about that. 
be be glorious movie, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would be. It would be finally the. It would be the finally the the scene from Spaceballs where he's good, where he goes, "Evil will always triumph over good because good is dumb." <laughs> it would be exactly like that. The and the the climactic scene. It would be the the bad guys got the good guy all you know tied up some elaborate killing machine. And you're like, oh man, I can't wait to see how the star is gonna get out of this, and he doesn't. And he's just like. Phew. You know, or like cut in half with a laser, or like sharks eat his dick off, or something. <laughs> All right, what did we learn? What did we learn, Ganthor? What did we learn about bad movie logic? That um, we're pretty dumb. People, I mean, I've learned that in a lot of shows, but this kind of reinforces it. Yeah, just just hammers the point home. You know, I uh, I learned that Steve Job Steve Jobs is an alien. That's what I learned. Uh, so if you have a uh, if you have a particularly crazy thing about bad movie logic, or you know you want to call us out on something we picked out, think we maybe were nitpicking a little bit, why don't you go ahead and post it on the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash4listeners or fourlisteners.com. You can check us out on the Stitcher Radio or on the iTunes. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your neighbors. We uh, we thank you for checking us out this week, and we hope that you will check us out again next week. Thanks a bunch.